Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S. based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. There are several sports where you're being pulled behind something. Like water skiing and wakeboarding, you're being pulled by a boat. Dog sledding, you're pulled by dogs while in a sled. And carriage driving is being pulled in a carriage by horses. I'm Lexi, and this is Delightfully Different. My next guest is a skier, so it was only natural when she found a sport where you're pulled while on skis. Hi, I'm Colin Tao, and I am a ski drawer. A ski drawer, okay, that's what it's called, technically. <laughs> that's what I call it. I don't know if that's the technical term. Okay. <laughs> now, um, what exactly, I mean, it, most people have never heard of this. I know that I moved to Utah about 13 years ago, and I had never heard of this until maybe 10 years ago. What is ski drawing? So ski drawing is, um, originally, I think it was from Norway, and it looked a little bit different, but um, the Western adaptation of ski drawing in the West is uh, you have a skier who's holding on to a rope that is attached to a horse, and the point of it all is to win a race of sorts. And so you have a track, and there are jumps, and there are gates that you have to go around, and in some cases, there are rings you and the rider may have to get with your arms to cross the finish line. Rings, like um, like a hula hoop, but a small hula hoop type of ring? Yeah, yeah. So they, they're on, like, posts. Okay. And you stick your arm through them when you go, um, and you just, like, kind of have to keep them close to you and hang on to them. Okay. Now, I understand that ski drawing actually came from, and it's sort of debated what other countries it's come from. It apparently has a long history in several other places where it was actually used as transportation. But do you kind of know where it began here in the United States, what we see today as ski drawing? Oh, gosh. I have no idea. My <laughs> best guess would be in western states like Montana, uh, Colorado, um, Wyoming. Um, ski during Utah. I did it the first year that they started doing it, which was in 2019 or 2020, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, it has a like rich Western history, but I want to guess Colorado. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and when did you discover it personally, and when did you start doing it after you discovered it? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know if you mean discovered, like, heard about it. Yeah. I think I always... I don't know. I think like growing up where I grew up, you just kind of like knew it was a thing. Um, uh, I used to ski race growing up is like my sport that I did in the winter time and our ski team, um, they have this big ski drawing event in Red Lodge called the Red Lodge, like ski drawing championship. And I think that's part of the USA ski drawing circuit. Um, and it's kind of like the end, it's like a big event 
And my ski race team and I decided that we would sign up that year for it. Um, oh, the so, whole team. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's about five of us who found riders because that's part of the equation. You need a skier, but you also need a rider. And yeah, then we spent the weekend in ski touring. And I then the next year I moved to Utah to go to college and saw that they had an event, so I signed up then, too. So there was no, like, practicing or working it out? You just signed up for the event and went and did it? Yeah, yeah. So in Montana, um, the night before the event, like, there's a bar, and everyone kind of goes to meet up and, like, registers for teams. And so um, I didn't, like, know anyone who had a horse that would, like, pull me. So I just, like, kind of walked up to this guy named Gary, he was this really tall cowboy and really big spurs. Um, I said, Hey, I, I think you should pull me on your horse. And I, I was like pretty small for my age. So I just looked like this, like, I don't know, tiny kid who probably like didn't ski very well. So I just kind of hyped myself up and I go like, Oh, I'm super good at skiing. Like I'm so good. <laughs> We're so fast. We'll like win. I bet. So, um, Yeah. <laughs> That's how we signed up. <laughs> That's crazy. When, so when you got out there and you saw it happening, were you freaking out a little bit that you had signed up for this situation? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> get, like, nervous for things a lot like that. But we were – I remember my teammates and our, like, families and I were all watching um, at the end of the track. And Gary goes with another rider um, – or another skier, excuse me. And just is whipping it. And it is, you know, you're like, you kind of have a pit in your stomach. And uh, one of my friend, friends goes, oh, look, that's who you're going to be riding with. That's your cowboy. And I'm like, oh, boy. And then it kind of hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And how did you do that day? How, did, did you, were you successful? I think we did. Yeah, I think we were pretty successful. Um, I follow a lot ski drawing, but that day. Yeah, Gary and his horse, they were kind of, like, bucking um, in front of me, and I was, like, in the skiing corral with the rope, and he just turns around, and he goes, just hold on for dear life, and I'm like, okay, that's all I can do, as I'm about to, like, pee my pants and throw up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then we, like, go, (laughs) it was so exhilarating and so fun. I get Gary must have been happy he said yes to you then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.
Now you said it's kick, it's kind of like a race. So whoever whoever does it finishes first or in the best time is the winner. Yes, yes. Whoever finishes with the best time is the winner. So you want a fast horse, but you also want to be able to um, ski well and make those gates and make the turns that you need to. Otherwise, you get time added on to your final time, which okay. makes you slower. And then do you jump stuff as well? It looked like I, when I was watching some videos, it looked like you were jumping over things. Yep, there are jumps. <laughs> Yeah, and the landings are flat. And are there style points as well? Like, say, snow in a snowboarding event, is there? Are there? Do you get points for doing fun stuff when you're up in the air? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I think like if you started doing fun stuff when you're up in the air, you'd let go of the rope and then you would lose. Okay, okay, gotcha. And that is the main thing: is to hold on to the rope. Is that the mantra? Is hold on to the rope? Yeah, people have made it kind of like um, a slogan for ski drawing. I don't know. Definitely in Utah, they always make the crowd shout like, "Hold on to the rope." That's kind of funny. <laughs> when you wipe out, do you have to actually let go of the rope, or is that horse going to be dragging you if you hold on? Oh gosh, I hope you let go. Okay, <laughs> or you will get dragged. Yeah, one time it wrapped around uh, the rope wrapped around right below my knees a couple of times, and oh. so I was dragged like thirty feet, uh, and luckily. The rider heard the announcer like say something and she like took the rope off the back of the horse. But yeah, you don't want to be drugged by a horse Holy in any cow. situation, I don't think, especially ski drawing. I feel like watching it, I feel like if that horse stopped all of a sudden, you'd ram right into the back of it. Has that ever happened or do you, is that a possibility? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I think the way that you're skiing and the way that the horse is moving you, you aren't like that close to it. You're at least like. 10 to 30 feet away from it. And has anybody ever been kicked by the horse as they were behind it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know for sure, but that would be, you were really close to the horse. I don't know how very close Great, yeah. your team would have kicked <laughs> by your horse. Okay. And what is that? I can see right now that your arm is in a cast. Did that happen over the weekend? Oh gosh. No, that happened. About a month ago, I got into a skiing accident and I broke my hand and dislocated my shoulder. Um, so my surgery for my shoulder is Wednesday, so in two days. So. so you had to miss out on this past ski drawing event this past weekend. Yeah, and it was so sad. I've never, I haven't, I've done ski drawing every year for like the last seven years. So I was really, I was really disappointed. Oh, that's such a bummer. But did you get to go and enjoy the festivities at least? Um. Not this year. I really wanted to. And then I got kind of sucked behind on um, some schoolwork. And so I had to finish an exam and do a lot of group projects. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Now, um, what is the, what's the grand prize or what do you win? What are the different prizes in the different states, I guess, that ha this happens in? Um, I think it definitely depends on what state and like what kind of circuit. There's a couple different circuits. So people like travel for this. Um, you can win a lot of money. So in the USA ski drawing circuit, the ending, like the championship is in Red Lodge. So at that time, the purse um, can be upwards of like $20,000. Holy cow, that's a um, lot of money. Yeah. And the night in Montana, you can like gamble. So um, the first run, you know, there's usually like two days of an event. And the first day you ski and then you go to a bar and then people like bet on your team and it goes into the purse. So like... Oh, so me and Gary, they're like, we think Holland and Gary, they're going to win. So we're going to bet like a thousand dollars to them or 
um, things like that. So I think that that can vary during in like different states. Obviously, that would never happen in Utah. Right. Um, yeah, and in Utah, you know, you get like a belt buckle and you get some money and um, you get like some other prizes sponsors donate. So that's interesting. You can a lots of stuff. A belt buckle like yeah. uh, like in the rodeo, like you'd win in a rodeo. Yeah. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> now, are there, yeah, it is super awesome. Are there age divisions? Do you have to be like an adult to do this or can young kids do this? I think it depends on the event, but I think young kids can. There's usually like a novice category. Um, so kids can do it. The first year I did it, I was 17. So I was in like, it doesn't like necessarily go by age, but there's an age cutoff. So for novices, I think during that time. So I did one of those as well. Um, and then it's usually by like ability. So if you think your skiing ability is like good, you go into sport maybe and your horse is fast. Or if you're like, I need to win all the money, I'm going pro. You like sign yourself up for the pro category. Are you planning on traveling or have you traveled to do this? Or do you, are you generally doing it in the place where you live? Generally in the place where I live, yeah. <laughs> do, are I you going to travel? <laughs> uh, like one time I went back to Red Lodge for it because it's just, I don't know, like all my family comes and it's a really fun event and we have like a cookout and it's really fun to watch too. So that's enjoyable. So I think one of the dates corresponded with my spring break and I traveled back home to um, compete and that was fun. That's awesome. Now, are the courses the same all the time? Like if you go to the same state and, or do the in the same area every time, is, is it the same every year when you do it or do they change it up on you? Oh, it's all different every time. So in Red Lodge, what's unusual about it um, is it's in a rodeo ring. And so, oh, or like arena, I guess. And yeah. um, so the track is like horseshoe shaped. Okay. Um, which makes for an interesting challenge. And then. In other events, like they're kind of, they can just be straight and straight and long. About how long does it take you to go through the course? Uh, like fifteen to twenty seconds. Hopefully, hopefully it's closer to fifteen, so you win. Yeah, yeah, that's a good hope. <laughs> um, now, do you, you? You said Gary was your writer the first time. Is has he been your writer every other time, or do you have a different writer every time you do this? And is it the same horse every time? Um. It depends on who's there that year, honestly. Gary was in Red Lodge, and then I moved for college, so um, I, like, haven't seen him. Um, and then I just, like, met people through Ski Door in Utah, like, six years ago when I started doing it in Utah. And um, one guy named Mark, we always, like, team up every year. And then um, I've had, like, a couple of the same riders that I've, like, formed a relationship with um, but not, not the same horse, not the same rider every time. It can vary. Okay, okay. Do you get pelted with um, snow and ice and stuff when you're back there? Is it is it flying off the hooves? Yeah, it is <laughs> flying. Uh, in Red Lodge, it's like in March, so there's just like mud caking your face, like mud caking everything. And then if the horse is running on the ice and the snow, it's just like ice chunks hitting you, which is it doesn't feel very good. Do you have to wear all the same like uh, safety gear that you wear would wear if you were going down the mountain? Is it like the goggles and a helmet and whatnot? Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely goggles to protect your eyes, helmet, protect that <laughs> noggin for sure. Are there special skis that you use when you do this, or is it just whatever your like racing skis are? 
Um, you can really use whatever ski that you have. I don't think that there is like a special requirement for like race skis. I have a pair of old, old race skis that I used as a child. So that's what I use every year for ski drawing. Okay. All right. And are there snowboarders that do this or do you have to do it on skis? You don't have to. There's a snowboarding um, group, not like a category. So like snowboarding category doesn't compete with the skiers. Um, okay. I, my friend Olivia did the snowboarding category with me one year and we had a lot of fun. Um, but the, it's not like, I don't think it's a sport that's uh, made or geared towards snowboarders. I think it like looks very awkward for them to hold a rope and try to like do all the things you can while you're front facing. <laughs> all right. I gotcha. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Lexi, and this is Delightfully Different. I'm talking with Holland Howe. She's a ski-joring athlete. And have you been injured doing this? I know you said that you got dragged. Have you been injured, broken anything, or anything else um, like that? I've gotten a pretty good concussion ski-joring. When I, like, smacked my face on the ground and then slid into a metal pole under the fence. Ooh. That was a pretty bad one. Okay, all That right. was, like, my sophomore year of college. <laughs> yeah. No, like, major it's injuries since, thank goodness. That, yeah. yeah, right? Thank goodness. Um, is wiping out just as fun as staying up the whole time? Like, is it kind of fun to wipe out? No. <laughs> I don't think it's fun at all. Okay. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts, and then you lose. <laughs> um, and this, obviously, you said you've done this in Montana, and then in Utah, are there others, where other, what other states does this happen in? Uh, Colorado, Wyoming, Idaho. Basically just the western states. It's never over like in the uh, eastern mountains. Um, I'm never over there, so I don't I guess I don't really know, but okay. um I don't I don't think so. There could be that I'm not sure about, but I'd never heard of it until I, I moved over to this side of the continental divide. I don't think okay, it happens okay. over there. <laughs> well then we'll take we'll take that. <laughs> um are you sponsored and can people be sponsored doing this sort of a thing? Uh, I'm not sponsored for ski drawing in particular. Uh, I have a sponsorship um, with Flylo Gear. Uh, okay. And that's like a outerwear sports company. Um, and I, maybe horses and riders could be sponsored in ski drawing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't, I haven't heard of anyone being like sponsored particularly for ski drawing, but that could be cool. Okay, it would be very be cool, neat, right? <laughs> yeah. And are there uh, a lot of women that do this? I understand that you might not be, uh, that there's just a handful of females that do this. 
Yeah, the first couple of years I did it, I was the only woman in the sport or pro category as a skier. I think there's more female riders than there are skiers who compete in this sport. Okay. Um, and this may be just like a bias of my own like reflection, but I don't know, like when I first started and you know, I have to, I feel like I have to like really sell myself that I'm like a good skier that can like be competitive in this sport. Um, and not just in like the women's category, like, uh, I've gotten a couple comments in the past, like, um, after I finish a run or after we like get a really fast time, people come up and they're like, wow, like you're a really good skier. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> thank you like yeah I, know. I mean you wouldn't have like guessed that before I don't know why but right um yeah and I always wear this like really pink jumpsuit and I have a pink helmet that I wear just to really let them know play it up that you're that you're female and play you're it up. <laughs> do they separate the men and the women in the events or is it all like a co-ed thing no it's all co-ed yeah there's a women's category um but other than that you can be in whatever, though. That's awesome. All right. And mm-hmm. I and it's interesting because it seems like most of the writers are like actual cowboys, not just people playing dress up. Um, and cowboys and skiers are not the sort of folks that generally are hanging out together. Uh, how does everybody get along when those two worlds collide? Great. <laughs> yeah. I get along great. Yeah, I think it's really a fun juxtaposition of cultures to be involved with. Right. Um, uh, yeah, there's no need. Yeah. Everyone gets along great. Everyone has like the best time. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. Um, and I understand that this year there was an urban ski joring event where they, I don't think they've done this before in downtown Salt Lake where they closed the street streets down. And, uh, I guess, was it like an exhibition that they put on down there? Yes. Yeah. It was an exhibition. So it was like me and like five, six other people. And we, they did it as part of like a winter roundup, um, festival type thing. Okay. I think it's to promote Salt Lake as, um, a place where the Olympics like can totally happen. Right. Um, and so they did like a ski touring exhibition. And you did it with your broken arm? <laughs> yeah, I did. I couldn't. Yeah. Cause I justified it by knowing I probably wouldn't fall since the course was really short and there wasn't really any. Like the horse couldn't go very fast since the course was so short and there wasn't any like huge risk of me falling um, or like tearing out my shoulder again. So I, yeah, I did a couple runs on that. I couldn't help myself. You're a badass. I love it. Were people freaking out when they saw your cast? <laughs> nah, I don't know. Badass or stupid. <laughs> it's kind of one in the same. <laughs> one in the same sometimes. <laughs> Did it, was it well received? How did the audience, uh, uh, like the whole exhibition? I think they loved it. Yeah. I think everyone had a, who was there had a really great time. It was all free. So they had a lot of things for like families, which was super great. It's a great family event. I think I would totally like take my whole family to ski tour. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, uh, from the public, people just wanted more bleachers. There was only like a couple sets and lots of people can see. Um, but it's obviously such an interesting sport. Right. That, uh, I think there would have been more people if more people could see next time. <laughs> I'm sure. And I, they'll probably figure that out for next year. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You guys duct tape your gloves on. I do, yeah. I it's just you personally on. that does that? Or is it all of the... I don't... Is it everybody? Uh, <laughs> I don't think everyone does it. I don't know who else does it. Why I've do you do it? <laughs> what is the purpose of that? Um, so we use like painter's glove, which have like really textured, um, a really like textured palm. So you can hold onto the rope as it gets like wet and icy and muddy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'm afraid of my glove ripping off. So I duct tape <laughs> Um, is it the same sort of, uh, do you feel like it's the same sort of muscles and, uh, the way you hold yourself? Is it kind of like water skiing the way you have to use your core and stuff? Yes, a little bit. The start is a little bit like water skiing. I think it's more jerky. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's like a little bit more jerky than water skiing, but it feels similar. Um, and then I'm usually so sore after my arms are like so sore from holding on. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. I mean, I do it once a year and like this like motion and like really pulling and like, I don't know. I think I just use different muscles than I normally do skiing. That's for sure. And there's never any practicing in between the years when you do it. Uh, not for me, no. Nope. I just, <laughs> you just go once out a year, and do it. I love it's it. Time, time to <laughs> ski drawer. Um, I as are they trying to make this an Olympic sport? I have no idea. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think they actually I'm are. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, they are. Uh, they. I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think that they're they're trying to make it at least be an exhibition at the Olympics, especially by the time the Olympics comes to Utah. I don't know if it's going to oh, happen. That's so interesting. I guess it was for one year, many many years ago. Uh, an Olymp- huh. only one year was it in the Olympics. I'll have to look up that. That's information so interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> That'd be really fun. Um, what does your family think? Are they supportive of this? Yeah, they love ski drawing. Yeah, my parents come down. I was really bummed this year because my parents had um, a little rental reserved that they were going to come and we were going to have like a weekend of it. Um, and then I got hurt, so I couldn't do it this year. But um, yeah, it's all my friends love it. Like I drug them all one year and then they really wanted to come back and they really liked it and I was just like so excited (laughs) I had all my like buddies there and my family there yeah they love it sure when you were 17 and you did it the first time were they supportive yeah I think so I think they were like wow this is awesome and then when they see me fall they're like please don't get injured like (laughs) don't be dumb but uh, you just kind of got to do it Um, do you have advice for anybody who's interested in trying it maybe the first time or is thinking about doing it as a skier? Just sign up. <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Um, if you feel super uncomfortable, sign up for the novice or something, but just try it. All right. I don't know. Why not? I love it. 
do you do other extreme sports or is this the only one? And then, uh, skiing, just regular skiing. Yeah, I do a lot of skiing. So I love that. Um, not like extremely risky sports. I like mountain biking. Okay. Um, and I got into running and that is extreme in a different way. I think so. <laughs> last year I ran a marathon and that was extremely tiring, but not extremely risky. I love that you don't consider mountain biking risky. <laughs> oh, I think it is. I don't think the way I do it is super risky. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your regular job? What do you do for a living? I'm a pediatric nurse. Okay. Um, yeah. So I work at Primary Children's Hospital. I'm a nurse there. Um, and then I'm going to graduate school to be a nurse practitioner right now. So. All right. You got a, a career ahead of you. Have you ever had yeah. to attend to an injury while at an event? Uh, not a ski during event. No, <laughs> but other events you have. <laughs> no, I mean, I think if someone got like injured or hurt, I would like go up and see if they're okay and stuff. But, uh, usually they have like EMTs there and people who are uh, more experienced in like triaging and trauma than I am. Okay. <laughs> um, and you make art as well. Yes. Yes. I paint and I sketch and I love storytelling through art and adventure. And yeah, that's a big passion of mine. And you sell the art as well. How can someone purchase your art and what kind of stuff do you have for sale? Um, I have a lot of watercolor prints for sale and stickers. I love making stickers. Um, so you can go to my website to purchase them, hollandhow.com. Or I have an Etsy, which is, um, I don't know what is that actually called. I think it's called like Holland Huckleberry. Okay. I'm, I'm going to yeah. look that one up and I'm going to take, um, uh, links to all your stuff and I'm going to po- post it with this podcast. And I really appreciate, oh, thank you. appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Is there anything else yeah, you want to tell is, me about ski drawing? <laughs> I think it's just, I just go like, just go see what it's about. It's so fun. I don't know. I love it. It seems like it's a whole bunch of fun. And everyone I've talked to that's gone to watch it has had the best time. And my former co-host, I believe, was the announcer on the broadcast for this year's. So um, I know he loves it as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, this is the first podcast I've ever been on. So thank you for inviting me. I have a feeling that you're going to be on several others. I think it's pretty cool what you do. And I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Technically, it's still ski-joring if you're pulled by dogs or any other animal. You can also be pulled by a vehicle, like a snowmobile. But the competitive sport we see today is being pulled by a horse with a rider. The races do happen mostly in the western states, but there are also competitions in Maine and Minnesota and in America's hat, Canada. Ski-joring is a Norwegian word and means ski-driving because it was actually used as transportation. It was a demonstration sport in the 1928 Olympics held in Switzerland, but there were no horse riders and all the skiers went at the same time. Thanks for joining me this week on Delightfully Different. If you or someone you know lives life differently, I'd love an interview. Email me, LexiOnTheRadio at gmail.com. That's L-E-X-I on the radio at gmail.com or go to Delightfully Different Podcast and have a delightful week. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.